Carrie. And I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey, Carrie. Hi. So we're back for another great movie review for Hallmark. We're reviewing It Was Always You. Yeah, with Tyler Hines and Aaron Krakow. Where she is engaged to Tyler Hines' brother, but... (laughs) She spends the whole movie with Tyler Hines and falls for him instead. That is basically what happens. <laughs> Still a questionable storyline, but it pulled it out in the end. And I was like, the first comment that I wrote down was, oh, geez, they work together. Yeah, that's kind of a common theme because it reminded me of Wedding Every Weekend from last year where Kimberly Sustad worked with the her boyfriend at the physical therapy thing. and Oh, yeah. It's like a normal, we're, we work together, so we're going to date and we're going to get engaged because it's just so easy. Yeah. And it, this one reminded me of Bridal Wave that is that way too with Aaron Walker and Ariel. Andrew Walker. Oh. Who is this Aaron Walker? Is this his single brother? <laughs> <laughs> Don't we wish? <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. I don't even think there's any errands anyway. Ugh. Well, Aaron Krakow. That's I mean, probably, maybe that's I why just, you're thinking. Anyway, it's Andrew Walker. And I was more trying to get to Ariel Keeble. I was trying to figure out what her last name is so that I would say it right. And I think I just kind of blawed his name, <laughs> thinking I had it. <laughs> her um, name always throws me for a loop. I don't know why. Yeah, because they were the same way. And I think it was the same kind of thing where they were together just because they worked well together, Mm -hmm. but not really because it was like true love. And you learn this later on in the story, but Erin really wants to be part of this family because she had grown up and they had provided her with a safe place growing up. Yeah. So it was just kind of an easy in and seemed like the logical step to take. Like, yeah, I'm going to marry a brother. And this is the brother that's available because Tyler's character is zipping around the world. Yes. And they would bicker a lot when they were kids. They fought a lot. Obviously, that's because Tyler was always in love with her. And what do you do mm-hmm. with someone you love? You fight with them. You tease. <laughs> so that's actually not a good um, standard or benchmark, but <laughs> I mean, they were 13, we'll go with it. So, you know, <laughs> it is what happens when you're a kid because you just don't know how to handle the feelings, feelings. That you feel. Oh, man. Okay. I did notice her friend, who actually ended up not being in much of the movie. I was kind of surprised about that. But her friend's in a lot of things. But has she been the lead on anything? No. I wouldn't mind if she was a lead, though. That's what I wrote down. And I thought, she should be a lead. Because I think I've seen her in several things. And I like her all the time in things. Yeah. She's in a lot of the mystery movies as the side like helper person, too. Yeah. Maybe she'll make the jump. Yeah. I feel bad we don't know her name unless you wrote it down. I did not. <laughs> We're like, she should be a lead. We really like her, but we don't know her name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. They actually had another, uh, the mailman in this movie is another major actor they have for side characters that hasn't been a lead yet. They didn't but style him very great, this one. They did not. But he did have his moment at the end where they finally got together. Usually you don't see the side characters actually making it. To yeah, you don't together. get to see the resolution to their thing. Yep. So that was nice. I really, the ending of this movie I really liked, but we'll get there when we get there. I will say at the beginning, the thing that stuck out to me is they have really strange family dynamics. Mm -hmm. I mean, every family has their own strange dynamics. 
But it was really weird to me that like the sister, he comes in, the sister is too busy, can't hug her, hug him. But then she walks in and she's like, oh, but I'll hug her. I was like, that's really rude. Well, I feel like the whole movie, they were kind of giving this brother the shaft because he doesn't quite fit in because he's like workaholic dude. Yeah. Because they kept trying to push her with Tyler Hines' character, like very blatantly. (laughs) Well, and I put that down too. I was like, the grandma and the sister both say that she belongs with Tyler Hines' character. But nobody's saying it to say, are you sure you, like, are you sure that you want to marry him? Like, we're going to have an engagement party and everything and hope that you come to this conclusion on your own. (laughs) Yeah. And none of them mention it to the guy. No. It's like, sorry, son, brother, grandson. Like, we care more about this. I mean, she's family because she's grown up with them, but she's not family. I don't know. Yeah. And their whole use of zing, you know, when you feel that zing with somebody, Mm -hmm. just made me laugh because that's from Hotel Transylvania. I'm sure it's in other things, but it made me think (laughs) of Hotel Transylvania because it's a huge, you know, zing, eyes meet moment in those movies i'm just like are we for real right now that's so funny i i've seen parts of those movies but i don't think i've seen that part and i love that that (laughs) i kind of love that because it's so random like a little kid's movie (laughs) they stole this romantic moment thing from this kid's movie (laughs) well and i felt like i mean i don't want to dis credit like having a moment when you know you know kind of a thing mm-hmm. but I also feel like some people's love story are that they didn't realize that the person was right for them in the beginning and it took a little time for it to build up and whatnot and I think that some of these movies it seems like they try to push the you'll feel it or you'll know and blah 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 when that's not necessarily everybody's love story and that is okay yeah I agree but it's like the favorite narrative of everybody not just hallmark movies everybody loves to think of love at first sight and you know you know kind of stuff but that is true it's not maybe as prevalent (laughs) as we want to believe well i did have a quote and i'll get to it later i put a bunch of the quotes at the end but i just found it really interesting the way that they did it i feel like probably the mass majority of people don't feel this way anymore i think maybe there was a time where you when you knew you knew was more prevalent because i don't think that so many people were like always looking for the next best option like there's got to be something out there I don't Mm want to settle down because you know and I feel like so many guys and girls don't want to commit because what if it's the wrong thing and there's something better like the grass is always greener on the other side kind of thing yeah and now there's just so many options available to you yeah like online dating and apps and everything which didn't exist for the longest time (laughs) right well but even dating didn't exist for the longest time dating is a Mm -hmm. century and a what i don't know yeah still relatively new yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's a relatively new concept that might be happening a lot today (laughs) but yeah things have changed i will say this is kind of about the set but i want to know why do they always pick these houses that look like they're brand new builds to be houses that these people have lived in their whole lives see i don't notice that but my answer would be maybe they just remodel it why does it if it's old have to look old but to me they don't even keep anything on the outside that like the inside i agree with the outside looks like a literal new 
build house, which means if the house is as old, I mean, I guess maybe if it was like a 80s house or something, maybe you don't want to keep any of the exterior and you want to completely change it. But like a lot of people who remodel homes will keep the character of the outside of the home, even if they paint the brick or something like that to modernize it Mm -hmm. rather than like make it into this craftsman craftsman style like new home thing that's super on trend right now i don't know like it was a new house though i guess they just can't find a nice lived in old looking house i was just stuck on how expensive this place looked and how rich his family had to be like they had their own theater room which was legit they had all these little guest house places. Mm-hmm. They had a huge, like, two-story tree house. <laughs> that tree house was something fierce. It was legit. So I was just stuck on, man, what does this family do? And she had that little house, the sister, that was on, like, the shore of the lake or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. um, all glass where she did painting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I guess that would kind of explain how Tyler Hines' character was able to afford to just travel around the world. Do they ever quite say what he did? <laughs> no, they did not address that. They just said he travels. Exactly. And I will say they also did the same thing with Aaron's character at the end where she goes on this year-long travel thing that wasn't planned to be a year long, but every time that she goes to go home, she finds somewhere new she wants to go to. I thought, must be nice. (laughs) I know. I was like, how does she have this much money? Like, I know she owns half of a dental practice, which one, who's filling in for her? And how are they affording to pay this temp and her? Yeah. Like, I had so many questions on how she was affording this. And maybe he bought her out of the dental practice, and that's how she was able to afford it. You think she would have given up her whole career? Well, no, I think that she, I think that an idea could be that she just starts, like, she says when she comes back, she'll start her own practice separate. That's what I think might happen, and just let him, because why on earth would you have somebody, a partner in your, like you said, who are they going to get to fill in for her, and then that's like leaving him to do it. Plus, do you really want to be in business with your ex-fiance for the rest of your life, working life? He's going to be your brother-in-law for the rest of your life. So yeah, but that's different than seeing him every single day. I guess so. I just, there were questions. There was a lot of money being thrown around in this movie. I mean, it all worked because it was all very pretty and very, it seemed upscale. Oh yeah. (laughs) So like it worked, but I'm like, man, this is a big budget. No, I I agree. I I feel like it. I I had lots of those same kind of questions, and especially with her traveling at the end, because you know she's got to have. Did she get scholarships for dental school? <laughs> is that she didn't have any school debt? I know because she was still young. I doubt she would have been able to pay that off already. So yeah. who knows? I don't know. Questions we have because we're jealous and we want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to travel around the world for a year. I know. Me too. <laughs> And I've heard of people who do this. There's this book I want to read from Tish Oxendine, and she takes her family and they traveled the world for a year and they just did homeschooling with their kids where traveling was basically their homeschooling stuff. So they would do, they'd go to different places for their history lessons and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And and they both work remotely so they can work from anywhere. So it was Hmm. like, why not do it while we can? And I was like, man, I'm so jealous about this. Yeah. I mean, I work remotely now, but we all do. So. But we all can't travel right now. (laughs) Nope. No, we cannot. I just, I would like to try and make that work, but I don't even know how. 
It would be um, nice. I did feel like, I want to know if you felt this way. So there's this scene where her and Tyler Hines go to this oyster place, which she had tried to go to before, but they were both too stuck in their ways to really enjoy it, especially the fiance. And then you couldn't have the key lime pie without eating all the oysters, which just personally makes me angry. So they just kind of leave un- unhappy. So he takes her back there and they end up ordering these oysters. And I felt like this oyster scene was like Hallmark's version of shots. <laughs> I can see that. I was trying to figure out if they were actually eating any oysters. Because it kind of looked like there was genuine, I don't like this on their face. But maybe that's just good acting. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's a, we need to, we need to ask one of them. <laughs> Like, hey, did you eat all these? But yeah, it definitely felt like a shots scene. And I would not have done that. I mean, I have problems choking on stuff normally. (laughs) And oysters are like one of these things that like the chewier they get, the more you chew them, the harder they get. You know, it's like you have to basically swallow them whole. I've never had an oyster, but I don't care for most seafood. So, well, I like seafood, like especially like shrimp and stuff like that. I like shrimp crab cakes but i just do not like i've had mussels before Mm -mm. i'm not interested in calamari for the same reason (laughs) so don't like any of this (laughs) you wouldn't have caught me doing that my oysters would have been empty (laughs) yeah i would have been like you finish all 30 or whatever how many oysters these are and i'll eat the pie exactly (laughs) (laughs) thank you for your sacrifice (laughs) I know that you had thoughts on their wedding music. I didn't know if we were there yet, but yeah, I did have thoughts. So basically, Tyler and Aaron go to see this DJ for her wedding, and he plays How Do I Live by Leanne Rhymes, or we assume it's Leanne singing this version because sometimes it sounded off. And then the disco ball came down, and it was just too much. I just laughed so hard because I like that song and I don't mind a slow dancing scene where you're like, oh, I have feelings. But this was just so over the top, like corny. (laughs) I just couldn't take it. That's so funny. See, and I didn't laugh that hard at this part. I think I was not completely paying attention when the disco ball came out. I think like something happened on my phone and I was looking at my phone, so I didn't see it. I looked up and the disco ball was out and I was like, okay, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I don't think it like got me as much as it got you. Mm -hmm. But I was very surprised that they had that song on there. I was like, wow. You sprang for the song. Although I wonder how much money it actually cost them to play a well-known song. And then I also thought that when they played You Are So Beautiful at her actual engagement party, I was like, these are some well-known songs. Yep. So like I said, big budget for this movie. (laughs) They, I don't think they spent it on the Malta one, even though they spent to send, send everybody over there. I know. I wonder if it's really cheap to shoot in Malta or something, because they should have diverted some money that way. For sure. I did find a few things really funny. I marked them down. Um, at the very beginning, uh, they're talking about things that you, it, he says something like, it's not the things you do that you regret, it's the things that you don't do. And she goes, like flossing. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Uh, this Typical dentist I joke. Know. I was thinking my <laughs> dental hygienist friend would say exactly that same thing. <laughs> 
That is so funny. And I thought this, I, I'm curious to know your thoughts on this. I wrote down, if this fiance is not a six, I don't know who is a six. Because he was super play it safe. Like extreme, I felt like extreme unhealthy. Yeah, he was. Like, I don't know though. Was he that way just because he was afraid of everything though? Because isn't that the six is core fear you know you want to be secure and because you're afraid of worse things happening but I just felt from him it was more he's just not interested in doing anything out of the box not really afraid but just no interest what number is that I don't know I I've put that I think he's a six wing five because he wanted to always go to those things conferences yeah there were a couple and fives are all about like learning you know and I felt like to me, his things about not wanting to, he made a statement. I can't think of what it was right now. Maybe it was when they were talking about like going, oh, I wish I could be like you, where he had that conversation with Tyler about traveling and stuff like that. I can't remember what it was, or it was one of the conversations with her about doing something. I really felt like it was a fear-based thing. Hmm. But Well, you pay more attention to the Enneagram stuff than I do, so... Maybe maybe you're on something here, but I didn't notice that. Well, and then another thing that I thought was really funny was she would not get into that stupid treehouse because her mom told her when she was a kid she shouldn't get in the treehouse. I know, like, you're a grown woman now. (sighs) Although, later she does start climbing that ladder, and I thought it was funny because there was a definite continuity problem because when they shot her from the back and she was trying to climb, she's not wearing a hat. And then they shoot from the front and her stunt double is trying to climb this ladder and she's wearing a beanie and i'm like oh Oh. no that's not aaron i didn't even pay attention to that (laughs) y'all messed up (laughs) why can't she climb the rope ladder as herself i don't know i mean it did look kind of tricky I mean, it was it was moving, yeah, and I mean, it would take some probably like some physical therapist person out there, like personal trainer is probably like you have to activate your core and blah blah blah. But it's not like she couldn't do it. I imagine that she's in pretty good shape. I don't know. She just didn't want to risk it, Carrie. It was a tall ladder. I can't have you falling out of this thing. But I wonder how Tyler Hines got up there. Did he climb it? I mean, I could see him wanting to climb it. Now, if he climbed, did they ever do any shots of him climbing the ladder? No. They didn't even show him getting down, which I was I was about to say, let me see how you get down from here, Tyler, with your guitar. Yeah. So maybe maybe he climbed it himself. I feel like if it's on camera for liability issues, like they can't do it. But then if it's like on their own time, I, think, I don't know. I think that they brought in a bucket lifter thing like the electric people use. Mm. Well, he that's another question to ask. Right <laughs> we need to have an interview on this. Uh, in this I know. Like, Tyler, did you get into this bucket thing that lifted you up to the treehouse so you can play this guitar? He looked dang good in that treehouse with that guitar, though. He sure did. He looked really nice in a lot of this movie. Basically 100% of the movie. Okay, I'm going to go 98%. <laughs> What's your 2%? There's that one episode where he's wearing the cardigan that he literally wears in every single movie. He can't help that. The, the stylist fault. It's not the it's not the cardigan that bothered me. It was the belt buckle. Like his shirt tucked into his pants with this giant belt buckle. <laughs> well, I did not notice that. I see where your eyes went. <laughs> I don't fault you for it. <laughs> but I see you, Carrie. Well, it was like shiny and it like caught my attention. Like the first part of the scene was just from his chest up. 
And then mm-hmm. they did like a further out one. And I was like, wow, that's not a good look. And then they, the, I think the rest of it was from the chest up. Okay. I didn't notice any belt buckles. So 98% Tyler Hines. <laughs> uh, lesson learned. 2% docked for belt buckles. <laughs> good grief. Good grief. Yep. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's see. Speaking of funny parts, so I didn't care for there was a scene where he's blaring the music at night in the kitchen, Uh, waking everyone up. I thought that was rude. Like, no matter your carefree attitude. Well, ironically, he didn't wake everyone up. He only woke her up. Yeah. Did everybody else know he was going to do this and they like slept with ear things in? <laughs> Maybe they were all in on the plan. We want her to go down there so they have a moment. We're going to stay upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she'll learn that George isn't for her. Oh, gosh. Yeah. But the funny moment was, well, first there was a cute one where they are leaving the kitchen and he does this cute little dance move out of the kitchen. Mm-hmm which is just fun. But then the funny part is he acts like he's allergic to peanut butter, which really he probably should not be faking that. But then he just falls straight to the ground. Uh, He fell and basically head first into the couch and then onto the ground. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I was like, what is going on in this guy's head? But it was so funny. And I want to know if that was him too, because he legit like went all in on that fall. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I didn't even think that they'd get a stunt double for that, but it does have potential to injure yourself. Yeah. I mean, not as much since you fell on the couch and then on the floor. Hmm. Things we'll never know. But that was a funny part. There was some physical comedy in this movie because there was that. And then I'm going to label this as physical comedy-ish. So when she is in the, she's in some kind of store and she's registering gifts and they're like using those little shooting guns to scan the thingies. And he's like, what do you want? What do you want? And then she just scans him. (laughs) That was a cute and funny moment. I'm like. That was cute and funny. And at the beginning of the scene, I'm like, she he's reminding me of Noah from The Notebook. mm. What do you want? What do you want? Yes. <laughs> they stole a page from Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> Which they, I mean, technically they did because their movie poster looks like Nicholas Sparks. Oh my gosh, that's true. Man, they're stealing from movies left and right. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, but I definitely felt her. I would definitely scan Tyler as something I, I would, would. want. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. And it it what's really funny is they made it make the sound, which the sound only works if you're scanning something with a barcode. <laughs> Where's Tyler hiding that? Is he is he for sale at this store? <laughs> I'm going there. Somewhere in Canada, right? <laughs> oh yeah. But what what was funny to me about that is she's picking the stupidest things to see. Well, she has to prove she's spontaneous now. So let me shoot all those dumb things and make people waste their money on gifts I don't want. Yeah. Well, I did like the fact that he scanned the little flying pig thing. Mm -hmm. Like when she walked away, he's like, boop. That was cute. That was really cute. I was like, that one I can get behind because it's kind of, he did it, not her. But I was like, there's got to be something that you wouldn't traditionally put on there that you actually really want Mm -hmm. that is not a rabbit. Toilet paper holder. Yeah. Yeah. Guess not. (laughs) Okay. Do you have any other random stuff? Because I think Um, them holding hands hands after dancing. After the second dance scene in the engagement party. Uh Uh-huh. I was like, they're just standing there holding hands. Oh, my gosh. That was cute, 
but kind of not right because I know. they're at her engagement party. <laughs> I know. In front of like everybody. Anybody could have seen it. But yeah. in her defense, she did turn around and, spoiler alert, call off the engagement. Yeah. I did appreciate. So I still didn't like the whole I'm falling in love with someone else while I'm engaged, even if I'm not truly in love with my fiance. But it wasn't as bad as I originally thought it was going to be when I went into the movie because the things they did, they didn't actually have a lot of romantic moments. Like the two dancing scenes were romantic moments. Mm -hmm. But other than that, they kept a good distance between each other and it never veered too far into the this is inappropriate yeah which i appreciated and i also liked that they end the thing with a year later so it's not Mm -hmm. like they turned around and immediately got together and like kissed that they sometimes do in these movies agreed yeah i was really hoping that they were gonna give some time and have her travel so when i saw the one year later and that's exactly what she did i was like oh thank goodness because this makes everything much more palatable yeah and they hadn't even talked to each other that whole year they yeah didn't keep in touch or anything because she says i didn't know where to send a car a postcard likely story she knew where to send it to his family and i'm sure his family knew where to send it to him but i'm sorry whatever if i was writing him a card it would not be a postcard where everybody can read it (laughs) yeah it'd be a sealed letter (laughs) i will say though at the end i didn't like i guess this is kind of style i didn't like her dress i didn't like her hair well we'll wait for style now that you mentioned the hair okay Okay, i have lots of quotes that i wrote down for this movie. okay okay because this one i felt like was full of like these moving kind of quotes so the first Mm -hmm. one was i think a soulmate should be someone who inspires you to complete yourself Mm -hmm, that's a good one yep and then love's not something you find it's something that finds you when you least expect it yep heard that before but it's good and this one was actually the one that i was thinking about where it's like love's not something that finds you it's you know whatever it's Mm -hmm. like there's lots of women who are waiting hello (laughs) hello welcome to our (laughs) waiting anonymous group For love to find us when we're least expecting it. Oh my gosh, our WA group. Oh man. <laughs> but we, uh, you know, like you do have to take some sort of action, but I just thought it was a good, it was a quotable quote. Uh, mm-hmm. Small things are the good things and the big things only happen from all the tiny steps you take along the way. Um, then there was sometimes people around you won't understand your journey. That's okay. It's not for them, which I have also heard before. Mm-hmm. Um, and having a plan for happiness isn't the same as being happy. That's a good one. And then the last one was at the very end where he says, I loved you yesterday. I love you today. I'll love you tomorrow. And then she wants to dance and he's like, oh, I thought for sure I'd get a kiss out of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The ending, oh, they were just so cute. And the fact that he had that letter that he wrote her when he was a kid and had hidden it for her to find. Granted, she never found it. Yep. But that he had felt this way all along. You know, it was always you. Yep. It just brought everything full circle. It was very sweet. I got a little teary-eyed. Yeah. You know, so. All right. Scores, guys. For the set, I gave it a four because it was very pretty. (laughs) 
I gave it a four also. I thought it was very pretty also. I thought it was very picturesque. The house was really nice, even though I didn't feel like it was as old as it was actually (laughs) supposed to be. It was still a very nice house and the yard and all that stuff was very pretty. Yeah. The tree house was probably one of the best tree houses we've seen. Uh, Yes. Uh, For style, I gave it a four, basically for Erin, because I didn't always love her hair and the whole ugly dress at the end. Tyler, if it was just Tyler, it'd be a five. (laughs) He didn't have a bad moment for me. (laughs) 4.75. No, I thought thought her clothes were really cute through a lot of this movie. Mm -hmm. And I actually really like this haircut on her. I did not love the last scene with the hair partially pulled back, but with like her, you said it before, and now I can never unsee it, her little elf ear sticking out. Yep. And then those little four little clips in it. That was just so weird to me. I was like, this is not cute. I don't like it. No, not going for an elvish vibe here. Although now I'm sure she's going to feature in some elvish fanfic or something. (laughs) (laughs) She has the look. She has the face, too. That can work. But yeah. Okay. Storyline. This may be a surprise. I gave it a three. Because I still don't like these verging on cheating storylines, which is what this was because she had a fiance. I gave it a four because I actually enjoyed the way that they did it. I thought it was much. I mean, okay, I don't think I said this earlier. That popcorn scene was actually at the very end of the movie. So you Mm -hmm. go into the movie thinking that they're feeding each other popcorn snuggled up together in the middle of the movie. And really, it's at the very end of the movie, which made it a lot more palatable. Oh, yeah. The popcorn scene was way cuter because it was at the very end. I'm kind of surprised they show that in the preview. But, you know, it's meant to entice you so you don't know it's at the very end. Instead, you're all, this isn't right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I gave it a four because I did actually really like it. And there were a lot of really kept my interest the whole time through, too. So mm. I sometimes was distracted by my phone. But but overall, it was good. And then for the roses, I gave it a four. I gave it a five. Well, well, well. Is that our first five? Probably. Wouldn't surprise me. Good job. Woohoo. I gave the one couple in the other in the Beverly Hills wedding a four, but not the main couple. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Oh, man. Yeah, I just thought it was very sweet. And I liked that they did give the fiance someone Mm -hmm. that lined up with him on his ideals of what he wants his life to be like. Yeah. So I like that. He's happy. She caught the bouquet, clearly pointing to the fact that they're going to get married. Yep. At his sister's wedding. At his sister's Mm -hmm. wedding, yep. So We had some good resolution for love. Yes. Speaking of love, love or nonsense? I give it a love. Yeah, it's a love. This one really was, I think, the best Love After After movie, which now we need to rank them, Carrie. I I know. I'm trying to think my way through this now. (laughs) Okay. So the movies are, I should have typed these down. Beverly Hills Wedding. Beverly Hills Wedding, playing Cupid, Mix Up in the Mediterranean, and this one? Was there only four? Yep. Okay. So number one is this one, It Was Always You. Yes. Number two was Playing Cupid. Yes. Number three is Beverly Hills Wedding. I had a hard time picking between the two, but yes, I went with Beverly Hills Wedding also. And last place, Mixing It Up in the Mediterranean. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, at least we agreed. I mean, I know. The only thing that is the same from my estimates is it was always you. I ha- I figured it was going to be number one. It is number one. The other mm-hmm. ones, playing Cupid, I thought was not going to be very good. And I had it at number four and it actually is second. <laughs> so yeah, I don't remember how I ranked these. I added but a I column f- for that. So I would remember. <laughs> I feel like I put playing Cupid up there. Well, I don't know. Because I was I felt strongly about Beverly Hills Wedding for a while based on the previews. Then it failed me. Sure so did. who knows? Our next review will probably be about Fit for a Prince, the random movie they are throwing in between Love Ever After and Spring Fling, which yes. starts March 20th, I want to say. Yep. Okay. And I actually have a summary of this really fast if we want to talk about it. Okay. Because um, it has Natalie Hall mm-hmm. and Jonathan Keltz, who was in Look Lodge. Uh, <laughs> that fall movie. That fall movie that I can never say correctly. Cindy is an aspiring fashion designer whose talents have been the creative force behind a high profile designer, but longs to strike out on her own. Hired to dress the ladies of a wealthy family hosting an upcoming charity ball, Cindy's life takes an unexpected turn when Prince Ronan is in town, who is in town to attend the gala, becomes smitten with her and also takes note of her talent for design. Huh. So the name of it, Fit for a Prince, definitely makes more sense when you read that because she's a designer. So it's like clothing fit. Yeah, I got that from the preview. This movie just looks like it's going to be okay. Yeah, I'm not super excited about this one. And this one does not fall with the spring fling. It's just randomly out there. (laughs) Yeah, just floating around. That's why it makes me think that it's not a Hallmark movie original. It's an acquired movie. I don't know that for sure, but that's what it seems like. But I I like them okay. Natalie has mostly been misses for me in her movies, but I liked her Netflix one that came out around Christmas last year, but it was like a New Year's movie, Midnight at the Magnolia. So it kind of redeemed her some. And I think this guy is okay, even though Look Lodge was not great. Have you seen He kind of the- comes off as a, a side character. Yeah. Have you seen the pro- the poster for this? No. You you should look it up. Oh gosh, I'm scared. Okay. What the heck is this? <laughs> okay. Okay. I actually okay. So let me describe this for everyone. It is a blue background with a giant pink high heel. And Natalie and the guy are standing inside the high heel. (laughs) And he's kind of holding her close to him. And she's looking at the camera and he's looking down at her. So this is terrible. But here, here is also what's funny to me. I literally saw a Facebook ad today for a book called, I want to say it was called Royally Unexpected or something. And the cover was a giant high heel. Like this could be the cover for this movie. And it's about a royal prince. Like what are the odds? Royally what? Un- Unexpected? Um, I don't know why they needed the bow that's on this patent leather shoe. <laughs> yeah. It's. Oh, this is called an accidental pregnancy collection. Yeah. But it has a royal, like a prince. (laughs) From what I gleaned from the ad, you know, as I'm scrolling. But that's what it makes me think of. Book one is Bad Prince. I'm trying to read more. I'm pregnant. The problem? (laughs) The father is going to be king and I'm not exactly meant to be queen. (gasps) 
I'm only oh, pre- no. pretending to be someone else for one measly little royal ball, just sneaking in to the biggest event in the kingdom for a few hours. How did my best friend talk me into this again? I could possibly get arrested for trespassing on royal property, but as long as I don't get caught, I'll be fine. Until the crown prince finds me wandering around the castle unsupervised. He's tall, <laughs> broad, and he slays me with one look. The most gorgeous man I've ever seen. The second his eyes meet mine, I know I'm in trouble. Big prince shaped trouble with a capital T. <laughs> not gonna lie, I would watch this if it was on Hallmark, but I know for sure that is not Hallmark appropriate. No, this isn't lifetime appropriate, probably. <laughs> oh, it's probably too scandalous for lifetime, but they would try to adapt it. Oh man, but that's not the that's not the summary for this movie, sadly. So if anyone randomly tuned in skip to this part <laughs> and they're like "Ooh, fit for a prince nope <laughs> that was a free ad for a royally unexpected by author unknown oh my gosh the book one is called bad prince book two is called heartless prince and book three is called cruel prince okay isn't there a fairy tale like seely court by holly black called cruel prince i feel like that is a book i don't know but now I feel like I need to read these Prince movie or books. I mean, there's nothing it is. about the two like Bad Prince I could probably get behind. The Cruel Prince by Holly. Yeah, Black. the Cruel Prince. Yeah. yeah, I could probably get behind that. But I don't. That progressively got worse, and I'm imagining since she's pregnant, there's nothing about that storyline that now makes me want to read it. Knowing that those are the two other books coming. out. <laughs> the other two probably don't follow that couple though, right? Um, let me look. Oh, Margot LeBlanc is gorgeous. She's blonde. She's tall. She's the biggest star in the kingdom. She's my sister. She has it all. Can we, including an arranged relationship with the hottest prince on the planet, me on the other hand, I'm shorter, chubbier, never been kissed, black haired version of Margot. Men are exa- aren't exactly lining up to date me. So it does sound like they are different. Okay. That's what I was thinking. And that's not how normally these books go. Well, I'm glad you um, thought so. Included in this crush collection are three princes of Argyle kingdom. Broken prince, wicked prince, wrong prince. Well, I'll be like sure to have, add that to my TBR. We have a lack of like um, ability, I feel like, to come up with like compelling compelling names. Well, here's the thing, though. They're, those, they're writing those titles to sell, and those titles sell. Like, actually, there's a historical romance trend where titles with a duke in them sell more, and it's a modern trend just that in like the past 10 years. So it's not necessarily that they're not creative. It's just they're writing to market. It's because in the last 10 years, Prince William became Duke of Cambridge. That's a very good connection. Next time I see somebody bring that up, I'm going to have to say that. (laughs) Because everyone was like, I don't know why this is a trend now. Because if I look at older books, like I I can't find anything with Duke in them. But that makes sense. Yep. Okay. We're way off track now. (laughs) This is like, welcome to our Marco Polos, guys. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So go check those books out if you're interested. Check out Fit for Prince. That is coming out Saturday on Hallmark. We'll be doing a review for it afterwards. And yeah, that's all. So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, We'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.